Welcome back to another episode of The Ordinary Experience. You got it right this time. I did get it right. Yeah. It was, this took a couple of tries. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, today I'm with my good friend, a uh, new friend and good friend, or soon to be good friend, Khadija. I was going to say it sounded like you were correcting yourself there. I was correcting <laughs> myself. <laughs> <That's so rude. laughs> well, we've only known each other for a month and a half. Yes, yes, we have. And it feels like I've known him longer. It feels like I have known you a lifetime yeah. already. Khadija, for a spot of context, is our infamous Triple OG's girlfriend. Is that how you see me? I'm my own person. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to dive into that today. We're going to dive into the <laughs> woman that is Khadija. Okay. The woman behind the man. The man in front of the woman. And no, that's the wrong way around. The woman in front of the man. Yes. That is Masinia like Salada. Yes, yes. That has made him into this TikTok, TikTok star. I'm the brains behind the operation. Absolutely. No, you definitely are. You, you definitely no, are. Not at all. You're the one that gets him to do the TikToks. Like, come on, come I, on. No, I just, I, I give him confidence about it. That's important. Yeah. But it's all his idea and everything. Yeah, but I think that the fact that you give him confidence is worth a lot. Yeah. Have to be supportive. How have you enjoyed doing the TikToks with him? I mean, I haven't been in any yet. No, but just like hit, kind of hit, been... wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, you, you, you're about to be a couple on TikTok it's so funny like watching it come together and then when it actually like when you watch the final result it's just yeah it's great so do you see him do all the voiceovers and stuff yeah it's so funny watching it because he, him trying to perfect his voiceovers like takes a hot ass minute really yeah and then he's just like, oh, no, I don't like this. Oh, no, no, I can do it better. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, I like it, babe. No, 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 it's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you got missing down to a T. Like, down to a T. <laughs> but how's your week been? Yeah, my week's been okay. Um, uni's officially over for first time. And what do you study? Uh, biology. Like, this is for all the people that don't know you. Yeah, I know. so I had, like, loads of deadlines last week, so it was quite a stressful week for me. How have you been enjoying the uni experience during COVID? It's a bit boring, but at the same time, like, I feel like it came just at the right time. Because if there was no COVID, I would be partying, like, every single day. Mm -hmm. Every single day. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good because it's allowing me to, like, get on top of my work and stuff. Why? Why do you feel like you'd be partying every day? Because I'm a party animal. But you're a third year student. So? Wow, you really got your life sorted, man. Not really. I'm just lucky. Lucky in what sense? I don't really need to, well, revise last minute and I get good grades. Oh, so you're one of those freaks in nature that, yes. that can just absorb information. Yes. Tell me about that. Well. How does that, how does that work? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's like genetics. So you're a model and uh -huh. you're educationally, like you're academically <laughs> smart. Yeah. She's like a freaking double Not whammy. to flex or anything. No, no, no. She's just uh, done a couple drugs for <coughs> Nike. <laughs> What's the drug that makes you concentrate? Uh, Adderall. Yes, I take a lot of that. I'm joking, I don't. You don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> uh, there's Adderall and there is Modafinil. Mm -hmm. I've taken Modafinil before. He seems to know a lot about this. I, I've taken, I've, I've partaken in modafinil before. Interesting. It is a, it's a drug used for ADHD, actually. Oh. That's oh, what yeah, it's supposed yeah, to, yeah. it's supposed to them both to be for. Yeah, it's supposed that. to them and both to be for. That was not English. They are both <laughs> supposed to be It for. was a language. It was some sort of language. <laughs> so tell me about your academics. Well. Like why, when did you know you were smart? <laughs> 
Is that even a GCSEs, question? GCSEs. Really? Yeah, I started revising like three, two weeks before my exams. Of before, what? So year eleven. Yeah. Jeez. And my year ten exams as well because I did triple science, and then well, actually in year ten, I got really good grades even though like I barely I did minimal revision. Mm -hmm. I revised just enough to pass, but I got like quite decent grades, which was shocking. So I was like, hmm, let me try revise a little bit earlier. Hence why I revised like three weeks before my GCSE exams in 11. And somehow I did pretty decent. Would you mind me asking what you got? Uh, from the top of my head, four A stars, five A's, a B and a C. Damn girl, what was the C in? Uh, geography, ah, which is matter. not my strong point. Moosin knows this. <laughs> Ask me the capital city of anywhere. What is the capital city of England? London. Okay, just That's testing. So easy. Just, 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 just testing. Okay. What's the capital city of France? Paris. Uh huh. Capital city of India. New Delhi. Oh. Did I get that right? Yeah. Most people say Mumbai. Did you witness that? Okay, good. I'm just making <laughs> She's sure. She's just confirming with her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at like naming capital cities. Capital city of Brazil. Brasilia. I thought it was Sao Paulo. No, it is Brasilia, isn't it? Yeah, because it's... Is it Brasilia? Yes! Brasilia. Oh, this is a okay, big Okay, so this is me. a bad representation of how bad Khadija is at yeah. geography. This is, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is a good day. What's a um, capital city of Hungary? <laughs> no it's way. not what I think it is. I don't actually know the answer. No way. <laughs> okay. We have now proved how bad Khadija is at geography and time what to move on. What is the capital city? <laughs> Budapest. Norway's oh. another country, babe. It's okay. okay. It's all right. So you knew you were smart at GCSEs? I'm, I'm book smart, but like general, like common sense and knowledge, I'm really bad at that. How? I don't, I don't get it. How? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, do you just... How, do you just absorb information? I, I absorb necessary information. N information that's going to, like, help me. Hence, I'm really good at, like, you know, my degree. That's so. insane. And then, that's so you... a, I don't like talking about myself in, like, such an unhumble manner. I'm really good at this. Well, you're just, you're showcasing your skills. Yeah. Why don't you like talking yourself like that? Uh, you need to be humble in life. Yeah, but you are being humble. Maybe it's because, I don't know. Do you not, is it, is... Is expressing yourself and expressing your achievements not something you do often? No. And granted, I don't either. Yeah, which is probably why I find it so weird. It is. It feels odd, but I like after doing the podcast and hearing people. Yeah. Okay, I've only heard what four people. Four people talk about their achievements in life. Yeah. And me kind of touch on my own as well during the podcast. I feel it is important though, like mm. to recognize how far you've come. That's true. That's true. So what else have you achieved, Khadija? I, what about your A-levels? How did those go down? My A-levels were pretty good. Um, <laughs> I did five A-levels for perspective. Five? Yeah. Did, did you know this? No. You didn't know this? No. Oh, okay. I did five A-levels. I did. I fucking smashed it, by the way. <laughs> I was, no. This is, this is where Humble goes out the window. <laughs> no, because I was such a, like, a book nerd during A-levels. I feel like A-levels was my peak of, like, intelligence well i feel like that as well yeah. sometimes um i got two a stars an a 
be in a distinction. What were they in, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so German maths, uh, biology, chemistry, and applied science. Wow. Yeah. That is it. What made you go down the science route? Like, where did that stem from? I just enjoy science. I got it. Like, Does it I just make sense? It. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Ever since like I was in GCSEs, science has always made sense to me. But like, so is maths, but like English and like other creative subjects, it doesn't click in my head. Is I'm, that why you have the brain farts? Yes, I have a lot of them. My mind's going like 170 miles per hour. Well, right now? All the time. Oh, right oh, now, yeah. I'd say it's like 250, but <laughs> 250. it's okay. We're just having a conversation. That's all it is. Like, yeah, I know. It's just two friends. I'm completely calm. <laughs> in, in reality, you're freaking out, aren't you? Oh. You realise it's just a mic. It can't do anything to you. Oh, I just feel like it's going to eat me. <laughs> I'm really scared. This is so like the Joe Rogan podcast right now. <laughs> oh. oh my days. But okay, we got, we got to, we got to explore your mind a little, I think. Yes. What would you like to know? Crack it open. Let's, let's, let's let, let me do my best. Okay. And take my best swing. Mm -hmm. What makes you think the way you think? Like, why do you what think do you're you so, why do you think you're so... Not odd, but you know, you, you feel like you're shy and you feel like you're, you feel like, you, you know, you have these brain farts and you, you're a little odd, but why? Because you're, you're perfectly like amazing person, extraordinary person. I don't know. You could say it's insecurity, I guess. You want to dive into that with me? Go for it. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's crack this bottle open. Yeah. Where do you think it stems from? Like what, what are you, what do you feel you're insecure about? Let's start with that. <sighs> Ooh. A lot of things. I, I don't think it necessarily like stems from a certain thing. It's more like a combination of that. Okay. Yeah. My past and like my experiences has kind of like. Well, that's what we talk about on this podcast. Yeah. It's just like bad relationships and like, you know, people bringing you down and stuff. What? Okay. So for a spot of context, like I'm not sure if you know, but my relationships haven't lasted too long. Mm -hmm. I've done one that's a couple of weeks long and another one that was you know from officially saying we are boyfriend and girlfriend and it breaking up was about a month mm -hmm. so my uh track record isn't great but i've never been in a position where someone's bringing me down mm -hmm. also what is what's that like i mean it's not great because like that's the one person you look to well not one of the people you look to the one you most rely on to kind of mm -hmm. like just make you feel confident about yourself mm -hmm. and just make you feel secure. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, be, being being brought down by that person is very like, how do I say this? It kind of like crumbles you from the inside. That makes sense. That's that's what insecurities kind of feel to me. Right. Because like, I am this person, but it feels like something's eating the away. The image I put out okay. is like not the same on the inside does that make sense that, that, i know i know that feeling i know that feeling that's yeah. how i felt kind of my imposter syndrome yeah, yeah and yeah. going through life and going through life wearing these several different masks mm -hmm. and i had to come to a point where i accept that i'm a comedian yeah, yeah. and i accept the fact that one of my attributes is that i can blend into situations yeah. it's just what i've gotten good at rather than it be a negative and me become me being told that oh Virgil you're a different person well no I just adapt to the situation yeah. at hand. I'm still me yeah. I know what my core values are I know I treat people with respect or I do my best to treat people with respect I try and 
be the best communicator that I can be. Yeah. But it yeah, it's a, tiring. It, it does. It does get tiring when you have the mindset of it crumbling, it being wrong. Mm-hmm. But granted, in the situation, in your in your relationships, what what made you what made you feel like they were tearing you down? Oh, like just. I don't know if this is too personal. I feel like it is. Do you not want to talk about it? That's yeah. right. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, 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 no. It's That's super personal. Super personal. Yeah. That's all right. We can dive, we can dive into it another day. Okay. Off camera. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Sound fair? Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Why, what other insecurities do you feel like you have? Because do you, as a model? It's hard, like, as hard as it is to believe, I have, like, self-confidence issues with, like, my image as well. How? Like, how does that work? Like, I don't know. A, it's like, I guess you just judge yourself harder than anyone else does. Because you're on camera as a yeah, job? Yeah. Why did you, why did you get into modeling? Did, did this happen before or after modeling? What, my insecurity? No, the, the body, the, the image conscious yeah, insecurity. Way before. Way before. I've, it's always been like a problem when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. Like the modeling kind of makes me feel more confident in myself. But like... The insecurities are still kind of like eating away at you. Have you your mind? Have you sat down and never dealt with them? No. I kind of just like to push it away and forget about it until it becomes a problem. Then I try and deal with it. Do you feel that? But that can't be healthy. Oh no, it's not healthy. It's a coping mechanism. But wouldn't you want to find a better remedy for the situation? That would be a good idea. Okay, so you can sit down yeah. with me. We'll go through some meditation. Yes. Ooh, take the experiences I learned in India and help you <laughs> and help you with that. Maybe it, I need to go on a year trip to India. It, it, okay, so India for me, when I when I say it right, India is a place. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, no, not a place. India is an experience, and you just need to find your India. That might not be in India. India just so happens to be you know culturally aware and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, yours could be in Japan for all I know. It could be in it could be in Morocco. It could be home. It's true. It could be, you know, somewhere in Europe, but finding the the moment in time to deal with that stuff is super important. And maybe you don't have the time right now. Yeah. I want to like, so after uni, I kind of just want to do what you did. Like mm-hmm. maybe take a year out and travel, but I just want to work at the same time. Doing what? Like um, possibly HMRC. Um, my dad is going to try and get me a job there. Yes. <laughs> Shout out, dad. Shout out, father. <laughs> Do you want to work whilst you're, you're abroad or is that not something that's possible? Is it, is it a work from home type situation? That's something that's possible, but not in the near future. Right. Yeah. Like, so I want to try and gather experience in the UK. Mm. For like, And then... In the field of your degree? Degree and like other jobs too. Like, hmm... Because I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about, like, what I want to do. It's kind of just, like, I'll adapt to any job I'm given. Mm-hmm. Um, before I came to uni, I was, like, really keen on becoming a forensic scientist. But then being in a lab all day is so boring. Oh, so draining. you've gone off of that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's still, it's still an option. Uh-huh. I'm not, like, completely off it. I'm keeping my options open. Yeah. But you're not determined on, you're not set on one job. Yeah. Or there isn't... I'm flexible. They're, just, they're flexible. There's just yeah. a lot that takes your fancy right now. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel about, like, coming out of uni and not having a job? 
Has that crossed your mind yet? That, that scares me a lot. Does but it? I know it's like a part of the process. Like it happens to everyone. It's bound to happen to me. Like, so. Do you feel like you'll do what Muslim did and just wrap yourself up in a PhD or a master's? No. Sorry. No. Uh, it, like I may, I've been thinking about doing a master's, but I'm not like 100% set on it. Because I just, I've been in education like since I was in nursery when yeah. I was like three years old. Yeah, so it's I've, crazy when you think about it, right? 17 years is a really long time. Really long yeah. time. So I think I just need a break from it all. I, I'm so, so, so happy you said that. Yeah. I think it's the best decision that you can make. Yeah. I, and I think that, you know, taking it before uni is okay. Mm-hmm. I just feel that taking it post uni is better. Yeah. Because you go through. It really all... helps you find yourself, I think. Yeah. Yeah. From what I've heard about you, it seems like you've definitely found yourself. Yeah, but like with me, I chose, and I've uh, like I publicly say this, I chose to shut the world off and I chose to go mm-hmm. away um, because that's what I needed to do. Like mm-hmm. it's what had to be done. It's just that I had never found the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there, I was in two minds about doing it. There was always me wanting to live this life back in the UK. Mm. And return to Viraj that was the Viraj that was was pre-India because they're two different people in reality yeah you see the same person but I I know there's a difference like you see me flesh and blood you see Viraj minus the hair (laughs) minus a lot of the hair (laughs) minus a lot of the hair um but my eyes see things differently like I try I not try but I see I, I now see the best in people and I see that I see them. When someone says they see you, I see you. I see you, Khadija. It's something that people don't understand. And I try and make sure that I see the person as they are. And I mm-hmm. take every moment and every drop of those moments. Like for now, I will like probably afterwards, I'll sit back and I'll just take a moment to take in what we've just done. Yeah. Because it's, it is important and it's, it's special. Yeah. Like when you're doing these podcasts and, you really have a connection with someone or you dive into mm-hmm. personal topics, you dive into stuff that they don't like or potentially don't want to do, but you you kind of push their boundaries a little. And in your case, you said like, no, I don't want to talk about that now. But I know it's probably tinkering in your head in the background, right? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little <laughs> bit. And I don't, I don't want to dive into it because I don't want to push those boundaries, but you grow together during a podcast and that's yeah. what I love about them. Yeah. It's just gratitude, just pure gratitude. Like all of that stuff that people think is mumbo jumbo, it's so not. Since we are growing closer and we are getting to know each other better, please tell me, why did you decide to shave all your hair off? (laughs) (laughs) Why did I decide to shave? Well, two reasons. One, it, it slowed in growth. Oh, yeah. So I would... I would just end up going to the barbershop less How and less. How did you less. feel about that? Like when it's like started growing like slower or I don't know. Okay, so it started. Did your hairline start receding? My hairline. So I'm not sure if you can, well, you can feel it afterwards, but. <laughs> I mean, it's probably all going to be smooth. It looks no, it's it. not. It's not as smooth today. <laughs> I didn't do a clean enough shave, but. um, I, so I think it was in year 11 for prom. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where every, it all went bad. I flicked it back. So I grew it. I grew it long enough to flick it back from the front and go over the top, mm-hmm. which was kind of like the Zac Efron hairstyle yeah. at the time. He was in Baywatch. Yeah. So it was a bit like that. And 
clean shaven, I, I thought I looked pretty good. Like I thought I could, I thought I had a jawline. Well, I still do have a jawline, but I thought I looked pretty good. I could model. I was there. To be honest, you could, yeah. Maybe. I think we'll you see. could. Well, you can hook me up with some connections, yeah. Okay. Sounds good? Yes. Awesome. Virage, podcaster, YouTuber, and soon to be model. I'd love that. <laughs> I know, because I think the dimension of being a model was quite interesting mm -hmm. and contouring it, not contouring, but. Triple yeah, threat. Triple threat, but contouring your body into those different positions, I just think is so cool. Yeah. And I like the visual stimulation of it. Mm -hmm. But back to the hair. The it starting receding. So I went to date. I went to date. I went on a, I went to prom with my date and I flicked my hair back and I, um. Was she like, oh, Viraj, your hairline. <laughs> no, because it was fine then. It was fine. The <laughs> hair was fine. It was because I kept it flicked back. I. Oh, and did you like tie it up? So it, like. No, it wasn't, it wasn't tied, but it was pulling my hair back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so what happened was I got what they call like the M or the devil's horns. Oh, yeah. So it started going there. That's a big mistake. And I just I just kept it and kept it and kept it. And then I started covering it up by growing certain bits longer than the rest. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point where it was just so short, it didn't make sense to have it. Yeah. And because it was just becoming the central bit here. Mm -hmm. So I just, during lockdown, I was just like, screw this. I'm just going to shave it off. It makes my life a lot easier. Were you sad when like... You, you know what? I, I was a little because like I've really enjoyed be. having my hair. It's weird to say that. Like, not many people can pull off bold. You can definitely do it. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think I need to fill out, like, muscle-wise. It's just a position that I want to get to. But I feel like it suits my personality. It suits who I am. Yeah. Like, you rub it three why. times and you get a good luck. Like, when I first saw you, like, when you took off your head And then... Uh, yeah. I was so shocked. But you then expect it's, her. It's, but it suited you. Yeah. It re I, I don't know why I was shocked. Because you're so young, I just expected you to have hair. My dad, my dad went bald at 21. Oh, he went bald at 21. He did he go at, bald, he, or did he decide to shave his hair off like you? Uh, so I think the story goes that he bleached his hair mm. with toilet bleach <laughs> as a bet. I think I shouldn't be laughing. Nah, he, what he, was he thinking? He cracks up. I think it was for charity or, oh, or something like that. Or but, it was a dare or something like that. I can't remember the story of the top of my head. But surely, like, you should know toilet bleach. Is just... Look, I, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was a dare read, or something. like, the safety instructions on I the back of the ball. I don't know. But um, he lost it after that. Oh. And... That makes sense. Literally. It may have had something all, to do with the toilet all, bleach. All that was left was the, the ring around the side. Oh, Like yeah, here. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, an yeah. old man. Yeah, yeah. So... For me, like going through old photos, my dad ages backwards. Yeah. He gets more good looking as he ages. Okay. Which is really weird because it's like the curious case of Benjamin He's Button. He's lucky. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to happen. The same is going to happen with me. Well, you get your balding gene from your mum's dad. My mum's dad. Yeah, he's bald as well. Is he bald? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or he, well, he was bald. I, I lost him during the pandemic. Yeah. Moosin, is... um. Is your mum's dad bald? No. Okay, that's good. It means he's keeping his hair. <laughs> she, you're very happy with that, she aren't you? a terrible yes. human being. But <laughs> that, that, that is... You're a great human, so it's okay. You're fine, though. You're uh, we got to dive into your, your mum's dad one day. I love him, but just an awful... It's just so just bad. Just an awful fun. human, man. <laughs> mm. It was tough. It was tough. Like, yeah. actually, it was actually tough. Not the first time, but when you notice it's going. Yeah. You're like, this is the lifeblood. This is what I think is going to be able to attract people. Yeah. 
Because it was to an extent. Like, I didn't realise how good looking I was. To be honest, I don't know. There's like a weird persona about like hair and stuff. Because like, you know how girls really care about height? What do you mean? I, I've never got that. I, I've never got it as well. I was just about to say. This is the six foot thing, right? Yeah. I, I don't, I get, don't it. get it. Like, most guys I've dated were six foot. Okay, so this is turning into a dating thing. I like this. Look most it. guys I've dated were like six foot. Um, whatever mm. but like Moosin's 5'8 Moosin's 5'7 actually yeah he's the same height as me but um, I don't know like just because they were tall didn't mean they were like good people I'm not slaying all of them some of them were good people but there is no correlation between height and yeah and like, good being a good person. Girls, some girls could date like I don't know, like a six foot five person, and they could be absolutely like horrible, but they would like stay with them because they, they are have tall. A six foot five. Yeah. Like so, so what you're saying is that they'll stay with them. They'll, they girls would stay with someone purely who's, like, based on height. Tall. Yeah. Say if there was like one guy who was like so sweet, but he was like I don't know five foot five, mm -hmm. and then another guy who was like six foot seven, but he was an absolute cunt. Girls would go for the cunt. Makes uh, no but, sense, but right? But why? I don't know. I feel like it's... Um, I was explaining this to my friend the other day. Uh, it's like, you know, you don't, like, get a constant reward when you're talking... When you're with someone who's, like, not nice. So it's like, every time you please them or every time you do something... You good, get dopamine hit. Yeah, it releases, like, dopamine. So it's like a high. It's like TikTok. Yeah, and it's, like, addictive. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I've never looked at it in a life, but that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Have you dated not nice guys in the past? Yes, I have. I mean, we don't have to divulge it if you don't want to. No. No, let's not do let's, that. Let's not do that. Yeah. That's fine. But when did you figure it out? When did I figure what out? Like, did you know they were a bad person? Or not a bad person, but when you're not so nice, when you got no, into it? I was young. I was naive. That's all? Yeah. Fair enough. And I guess, like, I don't know. You could say I learned from all the experiences, hence why I've ended up with someone so great now. Mm. Yes. Have you had any fights with him? No. None? None. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you... We feed off each other very well. So you compliment each other in yeah. a way. Do you... Okay, so when you're looking for someone in a... When you're looking for someone, when you're looking for a guy, or when you're on the lookout for a guy, just in the back of your head... I'm never on lookout for guys, by the way. You never. It just happens. Yeah. Just happens. Yeah. But is there a certain type of person that gravitates towards, or you gravitate towards? Gravitates towards you, or you gravitate towards? Well, like personality-wise. Personality-wise, not type, because type I feel is too black and white. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like they have to be kind of similar to me. In what sense? Like they have to be funny because I'm like so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um. I don't know, just kind, sweet, mm. uh, doesn't only think about themselves, kind of vibe. And funny, of course. And funny, of course. Yes. Missing's hilarious. Yeah, so funny. But yeah, I, I I just feel like they have to be kind of similar to me in that sense. I think I'm quite a nice person. So, so it doesn't really matter about looks and so much. It's just more about the vibe you get off of them. <laughs> okay, looks, I can't lie, have a like a part to play at the beginning because you don't know the person. I agree with that. Yeah. I, no, I personally agree with like, that. Like if someone's attractive, it kind of makes you want to speak to them more. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But then you get to know their personality and then that's like 
the decision maker of whether like, you know, you want to be with that person or not. So how did you react when your boyfriend sent into your DMs? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I remember because I was like hung over that day. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was just dying in my bed. And then I saw like a message request um, from him. So then when I read it, I like it made me laugh. I've tried that line so many times. It doesn't work. Oh, bless you. It just keep trying. Maybe one day it'll work. I've given up. Or maybe hope. result to other methods. The other methods. Listen, have you got any more um, chat up lines? I'll DMs. You, I'll send you a PDF. Thank you very much. Oh. And then, and what's it like having a glide sign into DMs? Because as a model, you must get quite a lot of them. Yeah, I do. And it's always like the same, the same stuff. Guys aren't original. It's always the same like, oh you're pretty like he shoddy yeah no one's ever said that to me oh okay but don't do that if you slide into someone's <laughs> dms okay <laughs> um but yeah it, it's it's very like in, when people slide into my dms it's very like artificial and about my looks kind of vibe but moosin and i like when he slid into my dms he just wanted to talk about strawberries and i was like yeah um i'm down for I'm that i'm down for that because i have a lot to say about strawberries what what are your take on strawberries then? Strawberries don't taste the way they look. They look so nice. Like they look like they should be juicy and like really, really, really sweet. But then most strawberries I have from like the UK um, are shit. Like it's they like, it, they're, it's not sweet. It's just kind of, it's tasteless. I find them tangy in a way, like a light tangy. Yeah, I think, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. It makes you go, mm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah. I'll tell you what fruit really does bang, though. Chew. Mango. <laughs> Mango is fantastic. I'm I'm a melon fan. Melon? I love melon. Like, honeydew lemon. Oh. Melon, melon, melon. The only is melon the I can best. eat is watermelon. Watermelon. Yes. <laughs> Watermelon's nice. I like the, I like the green melon, so they're yeah. right on my street. I don't, I can't eat I mean, those. I was having them like every day in India. Wow. To be honest, like in foreign countries, not here. Mm. Like, because whenever I go to Morocco, their melons are so sweet. It does not taste like UK melons. I, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah. For the UK, they've got to travel quite a way though, right? Yeah. They've got to come by freight and then they're stored. and then... They're really expensive here. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I like blueberries. Oh, I love blueberries. Big fan of blueberries. Yeah, me too. What other fruits are amazing? Do you like kiwis? I'm not not a fan. It's like a hit or miss with kiwis. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you get super tangy ones, yeah. and other times you get. And like sometimes the consistency can be like very mushy. It's mm. yeah, it's not. A One vibe. thing that that is is it's like a hit or miss of raspberries. Yeah, no, any raspberries I will eat. No, but are you talk about like. Whether it's like really sweet or like really, yeah. really like tangy slash yeah. bitter. Yeah. Because I feel that if you leave them until like, like that, as they though. get close to the sell by date, they get super tangy. But then when you have a fresh one, like have you been raspberry picking? Yeah. And I I've been strawberry that. picking too. I love those. Yeah. They're awesome. To be honest. But like with the raspberries, I love sour fruits as well. Not a bigger fan. I'm a sweet type of guy. I'm sweet and sour. Like my personality. Like your personality. <laughs> Yeah. you're just coming out with these like one-liners yeah. is that where your co comedy career is at the moment huh? is that where your comedy career is at i the think moment? it's just like moose and rubbing off on me i think so yeah i think so i'm never this funny genuinely. do you think that you've changed with moose in? 
Yeah, in a, like in a relationship. What do you mean? Like, have I changed? Have you, have you changed in terms of your outlook on life? Have you changed? Have you become a better person? Does it take, bring I've out the best in you? I've become a more positive person. Really? Since being with Moose and yeah. In I what think sense? Because he has a very like positive outlook on life. It makes me see things in a positive way as well. It makes That's me nice. try to see things in a positive way. Have you, have you, has he told you about the Ronaldinho theory? No. He hasn't? No. I don't think so. His um his theory on Ronaldinho is that Ronaldinho no. Do you know who is? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh is that the footballer Ronaldo? No. No. Okay. He was pre Ronaldo. He played for Barcelona. Oh okay. basically you can't find a photo of him or a moment that's captured of him where he's not smiling. Yeah. Except for this one time in a jail cell in kind of Brazil or Paraguay, wherever it was, Mexico. But can't understand why he wouldn't smile. <laughs> yeah, nah, nor can I. Nor can I. I think he's got a football in his hands and he's he's just not smiling. But um or maybe it was a car crash, I can't remember. But oh, yes. one of the two. And the theory behind it is the guy is just so high on life and he's so happy and grateful for like everything around him. Doesn't matter if he scores a goal, doesn't matter if he uh wins a game, he's always smiling. Uh, if he doesn't score a goal or he loses a game, he's always smiling. I mean, if I was earning a couple of thousand every week, I would be smiling all the damn time too. I'd be pretty smug about it. But that's not the damn point. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I appreciate the art of what we were trying to say. <laughs> of the theory. So you think it makes you, you think that being with him makes you a positive person? Or is that yeah. just you in relationships in general? No, with Moosin. With Moosin. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just makes me feel happy. <laughs> do you do you chase do you chase that feeling huh do you chase that feeling what do you mean so i'm not sure if you have you heard of david goggins no he's this guy that he's like this navy ex-navy seal that was super fat got super fit and then um he kind of walks around being like he's a motivational speaker and written a couple of books but he's on he's on instagram and stuff and he's like get hard like you don't you haven't got up in the morning you haven't been through this Wait, like, he's he's super engaging um my mind went to one place when you said that <laughs> <laughs> i have the mind of a 12 year old boy <laughs> going through puberty <laughs> i'm sorry why how i don't know just stuck yeah i don't know what to do about it it's usually when he yeah. comes along. Yeah. So when you're not with him, do you go back to like 20-year-old, 21-year-old Khadija? No, I'm still very cheeky. Cheeky. It's just like... But have you always been cheeky? Huh? Have you always been cheeky? A little bit, yeah. But more so like since I came to uni. I don't know why. Do you think it's the exposure to guys? No. Not really. I think it's just the environment like I'm in. You can just get away with it? Yeah. Because if I say if I say at home, my parents would be like, "Which is you good?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's home life like? Is it very different to university? What do you mean? Like, like is it quite laid back and chill? Like uni is like for your uni experience, yeah, or is it quite different? Being home is laid back and it's chill. Um, but like, cause I, like my little sister's home, she's mm. like very like energetic. She's like a little ball of energy. Right. And she's just like everywhere in the house. Okay. So it's like, 
it's it's calm and it's laid back but then my little sister's there so it's like there's always something going on in the house because she's always up and about mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah. what's it like living with or having moroccan parents it's all right having a moroccan mum is great my dad is a little bit on the strict side but it's okay because i know he means good by it that makes sense yeah it makes sense yeah. he's, he's got your best interests at yeah heart. exactly but do you feel that like I'm not sure if you know about Indian parents or traditional Indian parents that mm-hmm. kind of always push the narrative of education, education, education. Oh yeah, my dad does that. As well. Yeah. He kind of wanted me to go down the science route. And because I liked science and I was good at it, I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? So it wasn't a, a case of he pushed you down the route. It was a case of the two values aligned. It kind of, it, it, it intertwined with each other, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I was good at it mm. and I was getting decent grades in it. And because like in my dad's like traditional mind, he's like science, good job, loads of money, do science at university. That's a, that's a real generational thing that. Yeah. Like thinking, I uh, granted you're thinking long term and you're thinking about that, but yeah, exactly. at the same time, you forget about the fun mm-hmm. aspect of working. I, traditional parents forget about their child's happiness. They yeah. care more about money, 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 grades, 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 work, 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 if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like I saw it in, I definitely saw it in my parents for a while. Um, but not that they've changed, but I come, I've come to see what they were trying to do. Mm. I, to be fair, like my dad initially wanted me to go down the route of medicine. Right. But um, like How come I, that didn't? Because like I was researching about it and I like my my mum was a nurse, so I asked some of her friends. My mum was a nurse. Yeah. She's retired now. So is mine. Oh really? Mm. Oh that's cool. Um but yeah, so I like spoke to some of her friends and they were like, Listen, honey, um, if you want to give up your life and like, you know, because you're gonna be working most of the time mm. for like not even that great pay. So she was like, if you wanna, you know, work this hard seven years and then after that be on like 23 grand and then you have to like specialize mm-hmm. and then you get paid you start getting paid a better pay but it's still not great for the hours you're working and basically the way she made it seem like was like i was signing myself up for i don't know depression central <laughs> so i was like no i don't no, want to do this thank anymore. you so then i just started researching and then i found i really like biology i find it so interesting what about it like what about biology just how everything comes together and just like you know the elements and how everything works well Yo, together on the world on you the are world. seeing this on a proper macro and micro cell like this is my biology is bigger than biology for you isn't yeah it? yeah biology is about the world how does the world work how has it like how is everything pieced together to make it work i've never heard anyone explain it like that yeah that's a really cool explanation. Thank you. I mean, like, it's, it's my talent, you know. I make things sound cool, even though they're not. Isn't that what your partner does? Yes, he does that too. <laughs> See what I mean? He's rubbing off on me. <laughs> Why not chemistry, though? I was thinking about chemistry. I love chemistry. But then I spoke to a chemistry student before I came, well, before, like, while I was applying on UCAS. And they were like, oh, chemistry's not like it is, like, in A-levels mm-hmm. and in GCSE. They're like, it gets so difficult. 
And then most people that I've spoke to who did biology, they really enjoyed it. So I was like, yeah, why not? And to be fair, I am really enjoying my degree. Um, it can be difficult at times, but hey ho, you, you have got ups any, and downs. You got any tips on kind of like the uni experience? Some of the takeaways you've got coming into your world? Oh, Finishing up coming the first to uni? term. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, I think that you should get all the partying out in first year and then knuckle down after second year. Really? Because, yeah. Remember, I, first year does count. Does count. No, first year did not count for me. No, but mentally first year counts. Yeah. It's meant to like prepare you for the oncoming years, but it, it doesn't make sense, you know. Why am I paying nine grand for the first year when it doesn't even count towards my degree? Make it make sense. I don't have an answer to that. Okay. It's okay. I wasn't expecting one. You're not Boris Johnson. <laughs> For me, I, I feel like first year has to count mentally, like whether it does or it doesn't, but you have mm. to go in with that mindset of I'm going to not just scrape a pass. Yeah. Like I have to put in the effort to get a relatively good grade so that I know the baseline that I need to work at. Mm -hmm. Well, you should always keep that in mind as well. But realistically, no one moves out to live at uni to get a degree you live out because you want more freedom freedom you want to experiences, party experiences yeah, yeah it's, like it's, uni's it's, the experience isn't it more yeah, than anything else yeah it's a heck of an experience it teaches you independence and how to sp spend your money guys how to spend your that, money yeah. <laughs> what's that been like then what money and spending money or saving or learning how to, to budget well Moosin since you're here in the background how am I with money how am I with spending money? Uh, you spend it. <laughs> do I save it? No. So you haven't learned yet. What did I do in the last two days? How many bags did I purchase? I can see at least five there. Yes, so... There's at least five. I'm not, yeah, I'm not very good at spending or saving money. Sorry. What happened? What do you mean? Like how... Three years... And you um, haven't learned yet. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We're trying to give tips here. Yeah. How, how do you... And Khadija's out here spending money on bags. I think at university, it's very easy to get in the mindset of, well, I've got more coming in, so... I'm, I, I don't even think like that. I just think, that looks nice. Sense. I'm going to get it. Mm. That's the But is that mindset. because you can always just model at any time? Yes. And also, when did the modeling come in? I have funds from parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. I guess you're lucky in that sense, right? Well, to be fair, like, yes, yes, I am. Because not everyone's like that. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I am. Shout out to my parents. Shout out to mum and dad. Yeah, I love you both. You're, <laughs> hey. great. you're great people. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to hear this. So they're going to be like, okay, you're coming home now. <laughs> Shout out your mum. I know she listens to this. She does, she does. She Shout does. out Viraj's mum, you're a great woman. You raised a good son, or well, two sons, actually. Yes, they're very great people. You're like Samir, you just want to shout out everyone. <laughs> Literally, he, sit, he sat there on the first episode and mom, just dived into podcast. it. She's like, what is podcast? No, she knows what a podcast is. Really? Yeah. My mum has no clue what a podcast is. Because my brother's no spoken clue. to her like about the Joe Rogan podcast before. She doesn't yeah. actually understand. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about it. They talk. Yeah, my mum has no clue what a podcast is. My mum only got into podcasts probably... Since, actually, you know, only since I started mine. But she started listening to other ones more, like, outside of mine. Really? 
really a podcast. They didn't reinvent the wheel. It's no, just they a didn't. radio show on the internet. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, with no music. Well, some even have no music. music. Mm-hmm. All it is is them talking about specific topics rather than everything and anything. Yeah. Like here, we focus on experiences. On Joe Rogan, he focuses on thought and everything in between. Actually, Joe Rogan focuses on everything. That's what we're going for here. But with a lens on experience. Shout out Joe Rogan. My my brother was like, my vision for you is to have Joe Rogan on your podcast. Oh my God, imagine. Oh I was my like, God. that's not the goal, but it'd be cool to have. The conversations that you guys would have would be impeccable. My PhD supervisor was going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Phil. Steve. 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 <laughs> I set it up while I was setting it up. So I emailed them. I emailed them. And I can't remember what happened. I think there was some preliminary talks and then COVID happened and I don't think Steve cared in the first place. It was more my it was more right my idea than oh, my supervisor's shit. idea. That would have been incredible. <laughs> we're we're passing mics here. We haven't got a yeah. uh, three person setup yet, but soon come. Oh, soon I come. think I think it'd be interesting to all three of us sit down with three mics. Oh my god, yeah. We should do that one day. That'd we'll hopefully in the future. I'm planning on like I said. Oh, you know, I reached out to like 50 people over the weekend. What, for? 60 people over the weekend podcast? for the podcast. And? I've got a majority of people nice. saying yes. Yes. So, like I said, I just come from one today. And then I have two tomorrow. But it's really cool and it's like a passion project. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous like when you first came, but now I'm like more relaxed. It legit just feels like a conversation. You just have something in your hand. Yeah. You can like smack it in your head and it's it's really cool. I feel like I'm about to like go up and announce the VMA winners. <laughs> Speaking of announcing stuff, I heard you won an award. What's that all about? Oh, yes. I won. Fuck. <laughs> I did what you said I would. <laughs> what? Of course. <laughs> I won. What was it? Camden's Women Award. Outstanding Woman of the Year. Outstanding Woman of the Year. How Camden did, Awards. How did that come around? Okay, so the full backstory. Basically, um, my school was initially like an all-girls school, mm-hmm. and then it became mixed. Like when I was in year nine, mm-hmm. and then like when the boys came in, they were like really cheeky. But then when I was in sixth form, that's when it became an issue, because like they were saying things like wrong things that shouldn't be said and they were getting away with it. What, okay, what do you mean wrong things? Like what? Like for example, one day I was, I was walking up the stairs and then like these three year 10 boys, they were like, Oh, I could see up your skirt. Oh, like cover it or some shit like that. Um, and then like, there's been other times where they're like, Oh, um, your skirt is too short. Like, do you want to pull it up higher? Like trying to be like promiscuous, promiscuous. Promiscuous. Yeah. Um, and like I complained to like head of years and stuff, but they never did anything. And this was when you were in year what ten? No, this was when I was in year thirteen. Oh, so they were younger than you when they were doing this. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. Um, so I was like, you know what? I was like, they're not. The teachers aren't doing anything. I was like, I have to do something because I was head girl as well. So I was like, I need to try and make people feel safe at this school. Gang. So then I, what's it called? I called. Well, I asked if I had permission to like you know call an assembly there was like more than a thousand students there when i tell you before i got on stage i was trembling because this is like I'm, i wasn't very good at public speaking at the time still mm. i'm still not but i think you are yeah <laughs> I, think, I think it's innate within you you just haven't tapped into it yet 
Probably. I haven't done it enough. But like, it's, that's all it is. It's a muscle. When I give presentations, I feel like I'm confident. But it's because mm -hmm. I know what I'm talking about. But yeah, when I go up on stage, I were basically just ripped into them. And I was like, I went on for like 20 minutes. And then, yeah, my I didn't even know I was going to win this award. My teacher signed me up for it. Because I think it worked. Like boys thought that before they said anything, like whenever I passed at least, they wouldn't say anything to me anymore. Did you have slides? Huh? Did you make a PowerPoint presentation? No, I just went up and I spoke. No notes, no anything. So you I just was spoke so from angry. the heart? It was like, yeah, it was just from the heart. Did you end up swearing? A little bit. But like the teachers are like, it doesn't matter. They need to be put, like they, if you didn't swear, you, I wouldn't have gotten the message. message and so the award was signed up for you. You were signed up for the award. Yeah, I didn't know. And did you like, did it just come in the post? No, I had, I went to like an award ceremony. So there was like other people there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, Khadija. Yeah, thank you. You are an interesting person. You do have stuff to talk about. Just like one thing. <laughs> Um, no, you have a strong take on raspberries and strawberries. True. All thanks to a DM, a cheeky DM. <laughs> you are no, you are actually a well-rounded individual, I think. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. I really don't. Thank you. That's, that's very nice. It does Thank you. I, I feel, I feel, like I, I feel you're one of those people that is, in a he way... feels, guys. It's similar to my mum, where... Shout out Viraj's mom. Shout out Viraj's mom. <laughs> Just like someone, man. Uh, you, you give, 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 give. I like giving. Yeah. But at what, at what point do you stop? Not stop, but at what point do you realise that you can't give forever? Wow, that was so deep. Whoa, 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 let's... <laughs> you give it, baby. <laughs> Khadija, Khadija's having a moment. Wait, wait, what do you mean at what moment... Wait, because wait, you elaborate. can you can give for so long because uh, you can only give for so long because at some point you realize that people take advantage of that well when when i realize that it's not reciprocated then yeah i'll be like i'm not gonna give to you anymore i feel like you don't deserve my my kindness and my okay but you mentioned when you were talking about the feeling that missing gives you that that feeling that happiness mm -hmm. does Giving give you that same happiness, that same feeling. Yeah. That's addictive. I love giving. Yeah. Oh, it's addictive. I like giving I as well. I prefer giving presents than receiving them. Oh, facts. I said that to my mum this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then she went on a rant about my answer. <laughs> 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 so, I'm always just gonna have a nice shirt. Like, oh, but <laughs> oh. That's what I mean. You at some point the feeling doesn't stop, but it just gets subdued. Yeah, because you I can't. Feel like you if can't you give, give forever. If you, yeah, if you, you give to someone and it's not reciprocated, uh. then that feeling will eventually disappear. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you give and you could tell that person is really happy about it, and if it's reciprocated, like not reciprocated as in like giving stuff to me back, but like like in terms of energy and presence, mm -hmm. then I don't. I don't think I'll ever like, you know, not want to give. That makes sense. I think it's powerful. I think it's awesome that you do and you you do give, but uh, don't lose yourself in that. Yes. And give yourself credit for it. Okay. Because it's awesome. Thank you, Viraj. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love complimenting people. Speaking of giving, I was gonna make us a curry today, but I don't think we'll have time. Why don't you come around someday? My mum can make you a curry. 
Does she add spices? Because the other she day doesn't. I tried a chili and I started oh, crying. No. <laughs> it's not. At it's all. okay. I do get it's medium. Okay. She'll, she'll, she'll make it bland. Okay. It's okay. Don't worry about yeah, that. She'll have a separate curry. Yeah. <laughs> she, she'll, she actually makes two. She'll make she? two, yeah. No, like an extreme... First time we had pizza together, I love jalapenos. Mm. On, I love jalapenos on pizza. And I ordered a pizza of jalapenos and she's like, oh, it's got jalapenos on it. I don't like spice. And I was like, oh, I could just remove them. And she was like, yeah. So she removed the ones off her pizza. But the residual heat that was left on the pizza... You couldn't deal with the residual heat? <laughs> was still too much for her. Her eyes were watering. Bearing in mind, she didn't actually eat a jalapeno. She ate something that a jalapeno was on. You're different. I know. You're built different. <laughs> I'm meant to be Which African. Yeah, no, at home, like my parents, they ha- my mum makes a separate like dish for me because yeah. I can't handle spice. No, my dad Same with my nan. Spice. That my, surprises me. My dad can't stand spicy food and my brother-in-law they hate it mm. my dad is convinced that it's actually bad for your health Apparently really it is yeah. Matt was saying that as well oh i was telling you this was it you yes was it when you were on the phone to me and mads yes sorry guys i'm a little bit disabled my, dad was, <laughs> my dad's convinced that if you eat too much of it you can have a heart attack it's uh oh i asked my dad this morning it's a i don't think that's entirely true there are some elements. Maybe if you have some underlying health conditions. No, no, no. no. Uh, it's a. No, I think chilies, oh, they definitely have some antiseptic properties. My dad's going to listen to this and think. Shall I look it up? Yeah, Shall that be the young Jamie? Young yeah, Jamie. Thank you, young Jamie. I'm pretty sure chilies are good for your health. No, they're not. They make you sweat. Yeah. Things that make no, you sweat. No, like are good, good for your, your immune system. Nah. No. I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. Me going to India and eating but chili I still and coming, I can't, I can't. Chili in India is so different to chili here. To, yeah, to be honest. Actually, on that topic of different places. It can reduce your chances of heart disease and stroke. I told you. Nah, it's good I don't believe you. that. Spicy foods are healthy. Spices don't cause ulcers, but be careful if you have irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, yeah. Explosive diarrhea. Spices will give you belly pain, think before you eat. So I guess if you have some underlying conditions, it can be, but there are... No, that's it's a word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. That last my mom one. just eats chilies. Like my dad, my dad can do that. Speeds up your metabolism. They're built different. Combats inflammation, which is. It's just a. Mu- it's just like building up a muscle. You just got to eat enough of them, and it's mm-hmm. fine. And then yeah, that's true. You say a UCLA study found that capsicum, which is I'm sure capsicum capsicum inhibited the growth of prostate cancer cells in mice. Yeah, but this is all looking at the advantages. Look at the disadvantages. Not much comes up on that. Really? So yeah, if you have un- like I said earlier, if you have underlying health consider- uh, issues, it can complicate things or give you irritable bowels, mm. which we all know from experience anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know that as a fact. Speak for yourself. That's rich coming from you. You <laughs> definitely experience. Everyone's experienced that. I I don't think I have. Well, you haven't eaten something that's so hot that the next day your ass is on fire. Actually, yeah, no. Now that you put it like that. Uh huh. Yes. I feel like everyone's. I had a question for you. Oh. When you say you're African. Yes. Your complexion is of a. If lighter. you're from Africa, then why are you white? <laughs> How do you deal with that? Like, it must come up quite often. What? Why am I pe- white? Yeah, people asking you why are you white. 
Because most like Moroccans are white. Moroccans, they all look so different. Like there's a variation in Morocco. You get like really dark people and then really light people. My mum is lighter than I am. Really? Yeah. Um, I guess it just depends on what region you come from. And I feel like because Morocco was like taken over by loads of like, what's it called? Colonies? Colonised? It was colonised oh, by like loads of empires. Yeah. There's like, like India? Yeah. Was India colonised as well? Yeah. By Britain, right? Yeah, by Britain, by I the Ottomans. That. See, I know things. By the Portuguese, <laughs> by the French. I can apologise. Yeah, so, oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, Moroccans been colonised by loads of countries. We kind of have variation. Yeah, but so do we. Um, well, I say we. So does India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the real, uh, what is considered the uh, the real Indians, the ones that stemmed from, mm-hmm. that you can trace back to what is India are supposedly the ones down south because they went as far down as possible to get away from the invaders. Yeah. Are you from south? No, I'm from like north, west, oh. west. Yeah. So you could possibly be like, I don't know, a little bit of Polish. Oh, so my family, I've tracked my family down. I've tra- tracked, I've drawn back, I've revealed, what's the word? I've traced. traced so back. what do you have in you except for penis? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was really just a moment where you forgot. I, I was just like, I have to. <laughs> French and the Spanish have colonized Oh, French and the Spanish. Yeah. I trace my heritage French back to. Spanish and Arabic. Really? Yeah. It's like a mixture of everything. Like, camisa is t shirt in Moroccan and in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like loads of other words that are the same as well. I just can't think of off the top of my head. That's right all right. Now. Brain fart. In so we're talking about my heritage. I've traced it back to two AD. Wow. Yeah, it goes back that far. I'm not from where my family settled or my family is where, from. Where are you from? Like I'm from the have... Himalayas. That's nuts. Yeah. So That's when so nuts. When I think it was fifth century. Oh, is it? So it might have been second century. One of the two. The there was a king in Gujarat. And he called for a bunch of Acharyas, which are like priests, Brahmins, to come down and basically allow him to get me remarried. Because oh. uh, he was having a divorce and the Acharyas that were there wouldn't. So he put out a calling and my tribe came down from the Himalayas and trekked to him. And he gave us land in Gujarat to live on as, a, as a, not a congratulations, as a thank you interesting as payment so to speak and then we've just settled there i want to trace my heritage now it's crazy but the indian like in india it's it's so embedded into the culture of doing that Mm -hmm. like recording so you'll go to your hometown and you'll find these guys that have books and keys to these books and you have to find the right one for your family and he'll literally have your family's history that's nuts it's crazy like dating so far back like for us i i didn't find that but yeah when someone dies in our family you're supposed to go or you're supposed to tell them so that they can note it down they're like the keepers of your history that's so nuts it's mental they should have something like that in like every country Mm. i guess would you say it's a bit too late now we're from tajikistan azerbaijan those kind of countries we're from eurasia well we have something like there's something like that in turkey my auntie went and apparently my family's from Eurasia. So Azerbaijan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. Is Eurasia like 
part where Europe and Asia come meet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not the Middle East. The stands. Is Russia Eurasian? Parts of it would part. be. Where is Russia? Because it's so is, big. Russia is everywhere. So it's, it's so European. Well, Russia Asian, doesn't look as big as it does on a map. You know that, right? Because the map. I know that, Russia's massive. Yeah, but Russia doesn't look as big as it looks on a map because the map that we look at doesn't take into consideration that the Earth is rounded at the top. Or it, it still looks pretty fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the the map that we look at. Countries are smaller. Are made to look smaller. Like Africa looks smaller yeah, but when you move massive. it up when you move it up africa is huge yeah. the whole united states and australia are into africa but not but not on a map like on a normal yeah, map. On a map like north america looks huge looks way but, bigger but because the earth is curved at the top so they've taken into consideration that fact yeah some people argue it's it's a, like they flattened it out mm. like the rolling pin you can't do that argue that it's a form of racism to be honest the, the, the scaling of it. Maybe well, who drew the first map? Was it the British? It's a power thing. I know. I know the British basically yeah, decades Jamie's ago. Young Jamie's on it. The British decades the ago UK they drew the really borders. We're then, tiny. We're yeah, we are we're tiny. We're so small. That's a very good question, actually. It's how did it's the weird. person like the first person who drew the map? How the, the fuck did they know? Was it the Greeks? Aleximander. Mm -hmm. How did they know to draw a map? Like, how did they know what the world looked like? Well, they said they would have sent our ships, wouldn't they? To get an understanding of it. And then pulled that information together to create what is a map. Like, wasn't it Andromeda that was... Hmm. Or Europa, no, Use not Andromeda, Europa. Of conic projection. Of co conic proje projection. Mm -hmm. What's that? Good question. Keep talking. Hmm. This is a good question. This is a good question. Yeah, Maps. Conic projections are created by setting a cone over a globe and projecting light from the center of the globe on the cone. Oh, we did this in primary school. Do you remember doing this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you had to, and we made the cones ourselves using paper. Did you guys not do this? No. no. Well, boring teachers you lot had. Just you. This really turned into a Joe Rogan episode. Yeah. <laughs> it really went down that route. It started <laughs> off as Khadija talking about her experiences and then it turned into raspberries uh, sorry strawberries <laughs> and now we're talking about maps like this is crazy maps are interesting maps are interesting so i guess they derive the longitudes and latitudes do you using ever think projection technique but there's no guarantee that's what they actually did our young misses on job today one thing like i always think about well i don't always think about it usually in the shower who the fuck invented language like why why do we all have different languages and why is it like what it is? Like, how did someone say, I don't know, dinosaur? No, that's too easy. Is. How did we okay, know? But remember, the English language is based on Latin, right? Yeah, but like, how did people come up with language in the first place? Well, it's like, a, it need, you, need a, you need a means of communication, correct? Yes. So you well, need. Any animal that communicates. Exactly. Yeah, because surely, like. Um... But it's just the word that we've given, like the English word. Like, what does language, when you break it down into Latin, mean? I think that's what you've got to look at first. Language. Um, and like Arabic is based off of what? It's, uh, uh, Arabic isn't Latin, is it? No. Young, uh, young Miss? I don't think it is. But obviously the Hindu... It's highly contested. What, that it's based on Latin? The, the origin of language oh. initially is highly contested because we rely on fossil records, archaeological evidence, contemporary language, diversity... 
studies of language acquisition, just to name a few things. Many argue that the origin of language probably relates closely to the origins of modern human behavior, but there is little agreement about the implications. Basically, you think two, a, two Donnies just got together and were like, this is a rock. There's a, basically, there is no good answer at the moment, and the jury is still out. And it's hard to investigate. It's hard to investigate retro, uh, retrospective things. That would be a good PhD idea. How did language, really how did language crazy. come about? It needs so much money. Yeah. I don't think it's feasible for a PhD. I don't think, you... I don't think we're asking the right question. We're asking the right question. It came up. It's no, no. It, it, question's too... Like, it's too broad. Like, yeah. where did language stem from? Like, if you take it a step forward of... Why did it stem Why, from? yeah. Mm. I mean, there are evolutionary benefits. Mm. Because, obviously, Latin-based languages are very different to Sanskrit-based languages. Mm-hmm. And the difference is insane because Latin you can't embody a feeling. But with Sanskrit, you embody... the So Sanskrit, when you write a word, like a single word, it is paragraph. So when you write a sentence, it's an essay. Yeah. It's like an A4 page because it embodies feeling in it. And so when you look at... When you look at our... Not holy books. When you look at our stories and the songs that we sing, they're all in Sanskrit. Yeah. And those songs are to pass on knowledge and feeling. Because knowledge and feeling together, now, now I might be wrong here, but knowledge and feeling together are what allows you to remember and it allows it to live on and supersede evolution. Mm. Because they, they can't be changed because the feeling is always the same for everyone. That's true. And so it embodies that. But when the British came, right? Oh, when the British came. When the British came to India. Yeah, when the British came. They realised it was such a powerful language that they not outlawed it, but they basically killed it. Shit. Yeah, it is a dead language, to be fair. No one speaks it that I know of. You'd be surprised, right? Mm. But every Indian, In every Indian knows how to speak it. They just don't know they're speaking Oh, that's it. interesting. Also, there are political implications of the languages you speak. So like you said, the reason there is a mix between French and Spanish and Arabic and Moroccan is because it's been occupied by those different empires. Mm-hmm. And that's why... Greeks and Turks, Cypriots, we have common words mm. because we occupied the same land mm. for hundreds of years. But it's the same as... So my Gujarati is different to the Gujarati that you have in mm. Indian Gujarat. So mine has a combination of Swahili in it because my parents were born in Kenya. That's South African, right? Swahili is Kenyan. Oh. Is the Kenyan language. South African is Afri- Afrikaans. They speak several languages, they though. Speak, yeah, they speak yeah. several Tupac languages. Was huh? Tupac was from Kenya. Was it? R.I.P. Yeah, Tupac. He did speak about... Um, he would rap about talking in Swahili. That's incredible. I didn't know that. I mean, those are his origins. Obviously, he didn't. He wasn't born there. He was mm. born in Brooklyn, actually. Surprisingly. That's I didn't realise. Tupac, you know the whole West Coast, East Coast beef? Yeah. Uh, and Tupac was California and Biggie was New York. Tupac was actually born in Brooklyn because his mum was a Black Panther who was stationed in Brooklyn at the time. And his mother... Sani Shakur was a famous Black Panther. She was a Black rights activist. Wasn't she like? Didn't she give birth to him in, in prison? Yeah, in prison. And she defended herself in court while pregnant with Tupac. So the man was destined for great things because mm-hmm. his mother was an extremely powerful woman. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> we should have these short episodes with messages talks. Mm-hmm. Missing talks. Did you know? Missing talks. Did oh you my know? God. I like that. I like that. We're gonna put those in. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that could become a series. Oh, smart. It's a YouTube short. Did you know? And then just talk about Tupac's mum. Perfect. Perfect. You've got to fact check this stuff here. Yeah. My shorts is doing well, by the way. How? 
I'm nearly on a thousand views on YouTube Shorts. It's doing well. My guy. I didn't check it for a couple of well days. Well done, baby. We're proud of you. So I was like, let me have a look at it. It's a bit, it's not very, it's not a very good platform, though. Yeah, but it's not it's built for, beta. it's not built for you and it's in beta right now. It's mm. definitely in beta. It doesn't, there's so much they need to work out. TikTok is by far the superior one. But anyway, I digress. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, young mess has had his say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think your question on language is interesting. Thank you. I like it. I like it. I'm we really, we really went Joe Rogan on this. I like it. Yes. It really turned into something special. Not, not every episode is... I don't know. I'm still finding my feet with the podcast. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes, sometimes maybe, maybe shit. <laughs> Look at these two. They start talking like <laughs> each other now. But you find your feet with it, right? Like you've got to learn how to... I think there is an art to podcasting. Oh, 100%. Like it's not... Not every day is learning. Sometimes you you absorb learnings. Mm -hmm. Like it's not yeah. so overt. Like, okay, so yesterday I was say, saying to Muslim earlier, I had one of the most amazing experiences that I've had since coming back from India. I contacted an old friend of mine who I went to school with that mm -hmm. was head boy above me. Yeah. And Farai. No. Marcus. Toye. Twix. Toye. <laughs> he's a he's a friend of mine. And so I was asking him. I'm to, sorry, Toya. Toye. Toye. I was asking him to come on the podcast. And so he's he's gone away and he's thinking about it. But he said to me, I have been praying to God and he's a devout a Christian I believe and he's been praying to God about wanting to tell his story and when is the right time to tell his story mm. and I called asking him would you tell your story about God because I, I I know he's a devout Christian and or he he was and, and still is um but we have lost contact and I I literally when he said that to me I literally started crying Aww. it was so powerful it rocked me in such a good way and i was just like this is exactly why i started this podcast oh i'm moving into the the vision that i've got for this podcast for moments like that it was incredible that's so humbling like honestly for him to even say that to me and him for even to, to even consider to allow me to be part of that story mm -hmm. and be able to for, to allow him to tell it whether or not he doesn't or, or, or does i don't mind but to even feel the call from me knowing um because i sent him a voice out beforehand knowing that this was an opportunity for him to, to to discuss it i was like holy cow this is insane it's like one of those moments that are just larger than life yeah that would make me so happy like he said on the phone to me I have been praying to God from, um, I've been praying to God about this uh, for, for when, when, when can I tell this story? And I was just like, Oh my God, Maybe you've reduced me to sign. tears. God is real. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. Mm. I don't just don't. After coming back from India, I don't. Be, meant to be. It was, it's just, it was so powerful. Mm -hmm. it's, su it's such a moment in time where I, c I can look back and be like, yeah. That's so humbling. I mean, yesterday I spent my entire time in the Shisha Lounge with my friends talking about how Anthony Joshua, when he walks into a room, he commands the room because of one who he is and how he carries himself. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how whether that's natural or can you learn it. And we concluded that with him, it's probably a bit of both. And then he walks into the fucking room. What are the coincidences? Law of attraction. Law of attraction. He walks in all six foot nine of him. Isn't he listed at six six? Oh, he's uh, that's that's not six foot six. 
That's not six foot six. He it's, looks taller than he is. Six three. Yeah. You're not gonna. You're not convincing me that what I saw yesterday is only three inches taller than Ali. Mm. He's huge. He's a big. He is a big guy. He's a big Donny. He's built different. If he wanted to fuck me up. There's nothing he could. I could do about it. I'll just have to wait for him to be finished. Mm. But listen, that would never happen. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna get in in a ring with Anthony Joshua. <laughs> Men do this thing, right? I think we spoke about this, where, like, if you're in a room with lots of guys, sometimes the brain goes, "I could fuck these guys." I <laughs> uh, no, I I really I I really do believe that. Yeah, it's like you you, do you it consider well? it, you consider it. Why are guys oh, like this? I think it's animal instinct to establish dominance. Mm, yeah. I think that plays into it. It passes through your head. For me, it's like. I don't dwell on it. It just goes through my head like, could I? You know what frustrates me? Because I've been doing boxing, different forms of martial arts since I was a kid. When I know for a fact I can take someone, but they don't believe I can take them, that really frustrates me. Because it's like... Prove it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a very easy way to find this out. <laughs> we can go to a boxing ring. I don't know why, but I just find... Do you know what I think it is? Because... There's been times where I've taken boxing very seriously. Mm-hmm. And getting punched in the head is not fun, right? I can so imagine. You, you've invested something. You've invested your health, your time, mm. you know, sometimes your mental well-being for something. Yeah. And then when someone thinks they can beat you at it, even though they've done nothing towards it, it actually kind of sometimes gets under my skin. Yeah. I don't, thank you. I do you take, do you do any sport? Huh? Do you do any sport? Do I do any sport? Yeah. Not currently, no. You're just a gym rat? Yeah, but before I came to uni, mm. I, or before actually at 13, I used to like swim and run. I'm I'm a fan of running now. Yeah, running is fun. Running is super fun. But I've done in my uh, ankles and my Running legs and is my fun shins. for like the first five minutes and then afterwards when you're like choking for oxygen, it's the fun. But this anymore. is why you've got to do breath work. Yeah. You've got to watch my YouTube video that's coming out on... <gasps> no, you've got to watch my YouTube video that's coming out on breath work. Okay, I'm down. I'm going to enjoy doing I that. I need to learn how to breathe properly. I don't, I think you, because you know we don't, we don't know how to breathe properly, right? Oh, we yeah. shallow breathe all yeah, the time. Yeah. And so when you, when you go, when you when you do breath work or you do pranayam, uh, which is basically the same thing as breath work, it's just the Indian, mm-hmm. it's where it stemmed from. You deep breathe, which flushes out all the CO2 from your, oh, yeah. uh, from your blood and you get an O2, which gives you the same feeling as being high. So it's like being high all the time. Yep. Definitely going to try that. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite amazing. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to definitely I've that. been doing this 30 days of breath work for, since the 1st of December, I've missed, I think three days. Oh. And like slowly I can feel myself holding my breath for longer. Yeah. Like it's still, str- it's still a struggle because I feel like um, my posture isn't right to allow yeah. oxygen into my lungs. You're still in the initial phase. Yeah, initial yeah. phase. But when I got back from India, it was crazy. The muscle memory picks back up very fast. Yeah. But the shisha doesn't help. So hence, I am uh, slowing down on that. Nah, shisha's good for you. Nah, it's not. Yes, it is. Nah, it's not. Don't believe the hoax. Nah. It's good for you. The shisha's kind of like why why this podcast started in a way. We're having deep conversations. mm like, and so I was saying, I was saying to a friend earlier, I just take the shisha with me now. Like, this is the shisha lounge for me. 
Are you sucking on your microphone? No, I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not doing that. Just to clarify, just there's no sure. smoke coming out of it. It's okay. just the the essence of it's the. It's like lounge. you're talking to a shisha pipe. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what's going. On. Should we wrap this up now? A shisha pipe with an afro. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. <laughs> too far. I think. I think we're in a completely different dimension now. This is where Joe Rogan really takes off. Just need to get the uh, the DMT out and stuff. Yeah, to be honest, they do a lot of drugs. I guess it's. I guess it's legal. Legal. Yeah, it's legal out there. Or is it? No, because he's in Cali. Weed is yeah, weed is legal. But I guess he was. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. Though. Look, let's uh, let's end it there. It's okay. been a pleasure. Drugs are good, know. guys. Do them. No, especially don't, if they're no, free. No, I don't need to get cancelled. Okay, drugs are bad. Don't do them unless Thank they're you. free. Uh, young Moose, always a pleasure. Pleasure. And I will catch you in the next one. Yeah. All right. Bye. I'm looking forward to diving deeper into. Thank you for having you. me. It's been an absolute enjoyable experience. Thank you for watching. Catch you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>